Life is a canvas. Listen as Dr. Allison R. Tendler and her guests paint the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and business leaders on her podcast, The Art of Seeing Clearly. Through insightful questions and thought-provoking conversation, Allison and her guests explore the essence of what it means to truly experience life, business, entrepreneurship, love, success, and even failure through a clearer lens. I'm your host, Dr. Allison R. Tendler, board-certified ophthalmologist, surgeon, owner, and CEO of Art Vision and Artisan Skin and Laser Center. I literally get to work every day to help people see better on the 2020 eye chart. But true clarity in life and in business often requires a slightly different kind of vision. I happen to have a passion for learning how other entrepreneurs and leaders find their clarity, and I want to share with you some of their secrets to success. Tammy and Vernon Brown are not only partners in life, but business partners as well. Their shop, the Spice and Tea Exchange, offers a variety of fine spices, handcrafted seasonings, loose leaf teas, salts, sugars, gifts, and even more. There you can explore some of the best South Dakota gifts and accessories in town. So whether you're new to the culinary scene, own your own food service business, or are simply looking to add a bit of spice to your life, Their friendly and knowledgeable staff can help you find the perfect menu additions. The store has over 85 handcrafted seasonings, which are hand-mixed in-store daily. You can also try your favorite tea at their tea bar. Tammy and Vernon, welcome to the Art of Seeing Clearly. You are a high school English teacher. Yes. Well, technically, I can say you still are. That never that never ends. And Vernon, you've been a marketing executive VP for SDN Communications for a while now. 20 years. 20 years. And we've had a past history with Sioux Falls City Council, all those kind of things. So both of you together, and this again is a first for us on our show to have a dynamic duo (laughs) in our in our midst. And what made you decide to like we're going to take a crack at this. We're going to open this business and then this kind of business. Started on a vacation. It did. Well, it's all good ideas when you actually have downtime, right? Yes, exactly. Tell us about that. Well, we had never been to the Smoky Mountains. And so in 2017, we decided to go. And so we stayed in Gatlinburg and, okay. and then just went, you know, various places. But one day we were walking around. Gatlinburg and and the shopping area there. And there was this store called the Spice and Tea Exchange. Well, any town we go to that has a cooking store or a food store, Vernon and Emma just automatically know that mom's going. So they can either come with or they can go entertain themselves somewhere else. So (laughs) we all walked into this store and I instantly knew that it was different. It was different than any other food or tea store that I'd ever been in. I I couldn't place it right away. It was a first experience for me. And so the more I looked around and I watched the staff and started looking at all the products, well, quickly Vernon and Emma got a little bit bored as I can imagine. We bolted. Right. They bolted. (laughs) They went to do something else. And I said, just come back and get me when you're done. And I spent quite a while just absorbing it all and watching. And of course, I found some products to bring back with me. But I remember Vernon and Emma walked back in and they were just kind of talking. And I said, I want one of these. 
And I had, and it wasn't tea in your hand. No, I had a a packet of Fiesta taco seasoning in my hand and I did end up purchasing that and bringing it back. But I really was sort of vocalizing what had been in my mind. I'm like, this is so amazing. I love this business model. I love all of this. But at the same time, who does that? Who just walks in a store and says, I want one. I didn't know if it was a franchise. I didn't know. I didn't know anything. I just knew I liked it. What do you think called you that way? Well, she knew she was looking for something different at that point. Right. I think it was just the perfect timing and the perfect circumstances. Probably if I would have walked in it five years sooner, I would have said, oh, that's a great concept. That's a great store. I'll buy a few things and I'll be done. But after teaching high school English, uh, for how long did you teach English? Well, in total, twenty-five years. So by then, I was probably finishing year twenty-three. So that's a lot of essays, and that's a lot of weekends grading, and a lot of time missed with Emma and Vernon on the weekends and evenings. And I know. That's what teachers do. That's a whole aside. That's a whole nother. Right. It isn't like I I suddenly woke up one day and said, what? Teachers have to work more than 730 to 315. But it just was, it was wearing on me. It was wearing on Vernon and Emma because suddenly for as busy as Vernon's life was, it was almost like life was revolving around my schedule. And that shouldn't be with a child and a husband who's equally busy. Um, what was it about that? What, what was there an experience that you had in that moment? Like, was the, tell us about something that happened in that store for you. You know, and both Emma and I were interested. We just weren't in there as long. But yeah, <laughs> there, there was something. And it was all about the experience, really, because you get to go in, you get you immediately get all the aromas that immediately. And we always say this in our store. We don't have angry customers ever because that sense of smell. Grandma used that spice or I remember drinking tea with grandma and uh, the the smells bring you back in time. And so we experienced that ourselves in that first store we stepped into. And uh, I think that that just gave us the feeling and and we're both kind of foodies and and. Tammy always wanted to play store <laughs> growing I did up. Play store growing up. <laughs> that was your first entrepreneurial, you know. Well, the first gig. one that actually involved a real place. But when I was growing up, I had in my room, I had a little grocery store set up and I had a little bakery set up where I'd made little miniature cookies and donuts out of clay. And I had little bags made for it. And I would play either grocery store or bakery for hours up in my room. And my brother never wanted to play with me. So, you know, he was older and wanted to be outside. And I just, I always played store and I've always loved people. I've always liked retail. I've worked retail jobs throughout my life, whether it was college or, you know, while I was working as a teacher. And so I just like playing store. <laughs> Did you guys, so you had it in a, an idea that this was, this was coming. It's just, what is it going to be now? Have either of you been entrepreneurs before? No, no. no. So tell me about that leap of faith into the world of being an entrepreneur and the journey of getting a business up and running. You know, it really took us about two years from that first time we okay. walked in that mm-hmm. store. And the first year she was still teaching. She's been open now, three years? Yeah, three and two, mm-hmm. right. So two years really from seeing the first store to opening, opening. ours. Okay. 
And the first year we did, I mean, we didn't take it very seriously. And I kind of teased her about when are you going to open your spice and tea store? He asked me that question probably 50 times over the span of years. So when are you going to open your spice and tea store? When are you going to open your spice and tea store? Sometimes you need somebody to be able to do that because it's like you see a vision, you see their passion. It's like, when are you going to do something about this? Well, and I, again, we have a family and a mortgage and all the things that people have and say like, Oh, maybe you shouldn't do this. Right. Right. Uh Everything probably would have pointed to, Oh, maybe you should wait a little while. But Vernon was a huge encouragement because we knew all along it would be my change of career. He never intended to leave his job and, and work full time at the store. It was always going to be my store with, now I tease him. He just gets I to just come and play, play store on Saturdays. <laughs> come play store. Yes. Yes. And make things pretty. I waited and, on you. And, yes, <laughs> and make people happy and see them smile. And I'm the one who deals it's with all the bills. Of and, right, exactly. The bills and the ordering and payroll and all of those things. But um, the confidence that he had that I didn't realize I was probably starting to lean on in that year. Um, And it was just subtle. He would just say, when are you going to open your store? When are you going to open your store? And I just kept saying, you're crazy. I'm a conservative Midwestern girl. I'm not going to just stop what I went to college for. And I was trained to teach AP classes. I was teaching over the hump. Easter of 2018. That was it. Um, I, we have a four day break uh, at school, obviously for Easter. And I brought home a stack of probably 150 papers. I might do it. Right. (laughs) And I was, you know, I was cranky from the start. I was cranky because I had to help plan Easter because it's a family holiday. And then I was cranky because I didn't have enough time to do papers. And I was cranky because I was cranky. And, and that is a very vicious cycle Mm -hmm. to be stuck in. Mm -hmm. And I remember um, we were down at the family farm on the James River and we had taken a little drive up the hills, which we often do. We would put coffee in our mugs and drive up on the hills. In a a John Deere Gator. Yep, in a John Deere Gator. (laughs) Excellent. And we were perched on top of the hill and we were looking over the hills and the river like we've done so many times. And he said, so when are you going to get serious about this? We aren't getting any younger. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what did you see, Vernon, um, in Tammy that you're like, we can do this. You can do this. Because you weren't like saying like, get off your butt and go do this. No. Encouraging. No. But what did you see within her and the potential for the business that you're like, we we can do this. You can do this. Oh, I think two things. One, we've always worked well together. So I that's a whole nother story yeah. of working <laughs> yes. together yes. as a couple on a new business uh-huh. too. So, but I saw that I knew she would work hard at it because she worked hard in teaching. So I wasn't afraid of uh, her not getting the job done. Uh, I knew she was good with people and there's a huge education component to that store. Mm-hmm. And I knew, so she'd still be teaching, which mm-hmm. is her strength. So I, I just saw that, that we needed to make that change mm-hmm. as a family, as a family. That's fabulous. What talents do you feel each of you bring to your business? Tammy, what's, you know, these are my talents to the business. Or maybe there's even a hidden talent you didn't know you had. There is. And I would have (laughs) never guessed it. So probably what Vernon's saying, I'm not shy. I will walk up to our guests, welcome them 
help them learn about tea. Many people come in and say, I've never had tea before, or I don't like tea because it always tastes bad. And of course, then we walk through, well, it's probably because the tea has been made incorrectly. And we show them from the ground up how to make the right cup of tea. So it's kind of like making the right cup of coffee, making having yes. the right wine, having the right glass. Yes. I mean, there's you could take that in so many ways, right. either for whether it's spirits, whether it's this, it's like Absolutely. you have to have the right components. But many people don't know. I grew up on Lipton Sun Tea. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> didn't we all? I mean, that was what tea was. Small I, grocery stores. I didn't like tea. Right, right. <laughs> and honestly, I'll still drink Lipton tea. It's it's just you start to learn different flavor combinations. Your palate changes a little bit like it does with anything with wine or yes. you, you start to become a little more sophisticated. With that We're not tea snobs. Right. <laughs> we become tea snobs. Ooh, and yeah. customers tell us that. They, right. They are too. They're like you've ruined us for all other tea. And <laughs> But that's what happens when you really right. delve into into that passion right. and and the, and the experience, the taste, the smell, everything. So so talent. So probably the teaching part of it, okay. um, sense of humor, hard work. I wasn't afraid to be on my feet and do all the things that I needed to do. What's but the su- thing that yes. surprised me. Um, well, the first six months, you know, we opened in June and we had to get through the first Christmas. And I always say my hair was on fire for six months because, I mean, I was working crazy hours because nobody else on the staff knew the answers to all the questions. We were all learning together and I was the leader. So I had to lead and I had to figure out the answers if I didn't know them. But um, I found once things kind of settled down after that first Christmas, I love to sit in front of our system. You know, we have an inventory system, a sales system. I can nerd out on reports. I never would have thought that I wanted to dig into sales reports. And I mean, we can break things down by the hour. You know, what's our dollar average per hour in a certain day? And and how much of a certain product did we sell between Thanksgiving and Christmas and how much should I order next year? And I love that part of it. And it, I thought it would be my least favorite and my weakest area. And it's turning out to be one of my favorites. And I don't know if it's a strength yet, but I'm pretty competent at it, I think. Um, So that was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. How about you, Vernon? Um, I think the marketing. Yes. um, You know, my career started in journalism at Kello TV and being able to tell a story, uh, Mm -hmm. first of all, and that's the best marketing. Because you are telling a story, not just about you, but about each of the, the, you know, when I say each of the products that you have there has its own story. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And so then just the marketing piece of it, especially when we were starting the business, getting it off the ground, getting the word out, telling that story. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I too, I like people. I like to be out on the floor. Um, Mm -hmm. Saturday mornings when Emma said dance all Saturday morning. And, and so we both go in and kind of get the day going. And uh, I love being out on the floor, talking to people, making them feel comfortable because it can be overwhelming when you walk in and there are hundreds of products of spices and teas and what are custom blends. And so I like telling the story. And checking in with people. What's a what's a story that you enjoy telling? Is there a unique story? It's like this is a really amazing story. I think I love most telling the story about tea, uh, how to make it. Three things are the most important: the time, the temperature, and the amount. Mm-hmm. You follow those directions, and you're going to have a great 
cup of tea. I love telling that story. And does each tea have its own time, temperature, and amount? Yeah. It does. It depends. It's like its own little, you're right. Each one's a different child. It is. Even within the group. So blacks typically have a certain range, Ah. greens, but greens are different. Some of them are 160, some are 175, some are 180. And you think it doesn't make much difference, but it really does. And we always, uh, on the first or second day of training with new staff, we do what they did uh, at our training when we went down to corporate. They made a bad cup of tea for us and said, look at it smell it, taste it. it. You have to know what not to do and why we adhere to certain guidelines. And uh, we tell people just follow the directions and you'll be fine. We always tell them too, if you go to a restaurant and order iced tea and it's cloudy, send it back because it's been oversteeped and it will be bitter. Tea should never be cloudy. And people just are amazed at that. It's a that's an amazing, amazing education. Um, just in that's I'm learning a lot just just being here. Were there any surprises that um, that either of you learned or or mistakes you made quickly that you learned from? You know, you do learn most from your mistakes, and I know we made plenty. I'm trying to think of. Or if somebody else were out there thinking about doing the same thing, what's something that may be a mistake that you made that you're like, oh, I hope the person, you know, down the road might not make that one. You know, the beauty of it is it's a very independent business. Uh, The franchise is hands off, but they are there as a net. Probably a mistake we would have made. uh, We wouldn't have. uh, Foot traffic is very important to our business and and the franchise. That's where they were. So COVID helped. Yes. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. I thought I'd get a different answer uh-huh. than that. It it took a few weeks um, with COVID as people were all going home and not, everybody was nervous and they were settling into it. But once they were sitting at home with their computers, they realized they couldn't drink caffeine laden coffee all day where tea is less caffeine or they could intermix herbal in there. And they started buying large bags of tea because they could drink tea at home during the day and it wouldn't have as much caffeine and it had more variety. And we weren't going to restaurants. So they're cooking. They're cooking so we were cooking. Yes. So they were looking for the spices and the custom mm-hmm. blends to make more meals at home. And so we made little bundles, you know, like Tuesday, Taco Tuesday at home or straight from the oven. And it was three different recipes with the ingredients mm-hmm. so that. People could either call us and we'd take it out to the curb or we delivered a lot. delivery. We did a lot of that. That was our escape. Yes. (laughs) And we'd almost always drive by somewhere that had ice cream on the end of the, we'd we'd make sure we were near Dairy Queen or B&G Milky Way, depending on the month so that we could have a little treat. Tammy, what's something that you've learned, you know, in my world, we're always talking about vision, but I want to know something that's changed, you know, has your vision of each other changed at all through this? Um, uh, you know, what have you learned about each other? Like I, I view this partner, not just, you know, my, my family partner, my business partner. Is there something that kind of surprised you about learning about each other that maybe you didn't That's know? That's a great question. I don't know if mm. anybody's ever asked us that. I think, oh, I, I referenced it a little bit earlier, but I think, I mean, we used to joke about how we couldn't work together. And I think we've okay. actually discovered that we can work together yes. and, and effectively, and that we each bring different skill sets. Uh, although we have many similarities, I think that we bring different skill sets to to our world as well. And I think we have learned to use that to our advantage and the store's advantage because 
I know if Vernon is on the floor, we're in good hands. I mean, we have great staff. I love my staff, but I also know that if Vernon's on the floor with maybe a couple newer people or, you know, people who haven't maybe worked a busy Saturday before, because that's a whole other mm-hmm. situation when you have 30 people in the store and you're mm-hmm. trying to help them all. Mm-hmm. I know that we're in good hands, but since he only works usually once a week, um, he doesn't, and this isn't a criticism, he doesn't remember all of the minute details that I maybe use once a month. He might use them once every four months. So just Saturday, how to put how to find the correct label for a pound of tea. It's a bigger label. It's a different setup that we use. I can help him with those things because I don't have to worry about all the other stuff that's going on on the floor. He's got that covered. I can do the label. You know, I just let him do his thing. And I think he lets me do a lot of that preliminary digging for research and numbers and reports and sales so that then you're geeking he, out over numbers now. i know i am an english major <laughs> he can take that and say well i think we could push this or you know then he brings in what he knows from marketing um tammy learned she could do videos on facebook oh, yeah yes. i've seen some of those excellent job tammy oh he always says it when I either don't have makeup or lipstick nearby or it's supposed to be authentic. Yes. Oh, I, don't, I think sometimes they're at nine o'clock at night. Authentic isn't even the word for it. I think it's just tired. And I have learned to help him bring in how tall is that ladder? 12 or 14? 12 feet. It's huge. And we have to weave it in through the back of the store to change light bulbs. But I don't complain at all. See, we have this saying in our marriage, whenever we're working on projects together, that she has to do it with minimal bitching. Can I say that here? (laughs) (laughs) And your audience won't mind. It's just just a joke. They'll be down to buy tea really (laughs) (laughs) But I do like, but he also wants to move huge flower pots at 10 p.m. on a July evening. And that to me makes no sense. And so but we, um, we, we move the ladder together the with ladder. minimal bitching. Exactly. And- <laughs> we, we do all these things. You guys have been great partners um, in and outside of the of the store. Yes. <laughs> Tell me why downtown? What was it about downtown Sioux Falls? Oh, it had to be downtown. Yeah. There was no. no that, was your, that was your vision. We didn't look anywhere else. else. There was no other place. That a, foot that, traffic. That had the foot traffic. B, that we would even have wanted to probably pursue. We live close to downtown. We live um, close to McKinnon Park. And so we're we're central Sioux Falls people. We like it there. We didn't know it. We'd been doing our research downtown for years. Right. Here, we, we <laughs> saw your, yes. Our whole time living near. We used downtown. to get up Saturday morning and even with Emma, walk downtown to get coffee. Yep. Sit at CH Patisserie. She Somehow that to doesn't happen anymore. Now we are always in a rush to drive right. downtown to get the store going. Do you have a vision of where you want to see this go? I don't know that I'd really started thinking about That's that much okay. yet. Just you know, because we're you're finally very, getting our yes, feet under yes. us because COVID, for some of the good that it brought out, it was just... It, it's almost like it was chaotic. It was chaotic and very uncertain. And I remember um, talking to business friends downtown. None of us count that COVID period. It, it happened, but if you're trying to project where you're going to go, you can't count it because there were anomalies 
even now I feel like there's so many anomalies right. in the entrepreneurial I don't know world. It's if, like, I don't know that I've had a, I opened in 2019 as well. Right. Yeah. And so I'm not sure that there's been a steady year. To I don't know if we've on. had a normal Christmas yeah. yet. Yeah. I mean the first one, but it was our first Christmas. So who, yeah. how many people knew about us? It's always funny too. And because we haven't spent probably the time we should, we, we do set goals and have those annual kind of plans, but we haven't looked far out, but people are always surprised. They always ask cautiously, how are you guys doing? We're doing really well. <laughs> That's awesome. And I think even more, are you, you know, you're, you're happy. Yes. You're happy. So even though you're working now, instead of grading papers right. and reading essays, you're working just as much. How is it different for you? It's different because I remember when I told people I was leaving teaching, they said, oh, but you're going to leave and now you're going to work nights and weekends. And I just sort of wanted to do that little Southern bless your heart, because I've been working nights and weekends for 25 years. It's just I didn't have control over that time. Now I can control that a little bit. Mm -hmm. If I know that we want to go down to our farm on a weekend, I'll just work a little extra harder during the week yeah. to get things done with teaching. You can't always do that because although you can plan ahead, it, it just didn't work the same way. And yeah. even it's, I think even though I, Tammy runs it today, day to day, I think it's given our life uh, a better sense of self-control mm -hmm. So whatever happens in my career, we still have, we still have this thing we built together yeah, that is, is succeeding. There's such beauty in that. Such beauty in going after that. And I, we didn't think about this at the time, but I also think having just one child, a daughter who's now 18 and graduating, um, it also gave us something to focus on when we become empty nesters that, yeah. that we're again doing together. I see so many people when their child graduates, they, all the focus has been on the child. And when then they leave, couples are like, well, now what? I've heard so many people say that. Well, we know what we'll be doing. We have fun doing yeah. it. And, and I don't mean this in a, in a you know derogatory way for anybody in any way, but you almost have a new baby that you're oh, growing. It's, right. It's it's yeah. like it's 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 its own child, it's yes. got its own temperament. It's a little unpredictable. And it's unpredictable. It's... <laughs> so in a way, you've got this this, you know, this second chapter or another journey, but it's almost like mm -hmm. it's this organism and how are you going to feed it? What do you need to do? Tell me a little bit about um, your, you talked about staff and employees. What are some things that you found to be successful in creating success with your employees? You know, our business was built on the back of retired teachers. Yes. Ah. They make the best employees. They <laughs> show little, up. Little secret sauce. Yes. Because yes. that's who we knew. That's who Tammy knew. You know? Everybody write this down. <laughs> those teachers. You need to get those teachers. They show up on time. They're hard workers. They don't take bathroom breaks even. <laughs> we train like the medical field too. Yes. We train, that was like right. bathroom breaks? No. <laughs> they love to talk to people. They love to make people feel comfortable. They never want to make anyone feel dumb. And on They're our hardworking people. I remember, typically. so the, the franchise sent someone out to help us get open. And he's like, oh my God, secret, secret ingredient is these teachers. They, the franchise just loved them all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and we did too. A couple of them have moved on or decided to fully retire, which is expected. Uh, but boy, what a backbone to get started with. And then mm -hmm. we've been very fortunate. Uh, I think September of 2019, um, we hired this young woman um, who was actually giving her friends tours of our store. She liked our store so much. And 
long story short, we offered her a part-time job because she was working full-time and she worked a couple evenings a week. And I think one day a weekend or something like that. And within a few months, we were just blown away by this young woman. And And we're talking, she was 21 at the time. 20 or 21. Yeah. Young and smart and just a delight. And so we offered her a full time because it was getting to the point I couldn't handle it all and I needed help. And so we offered her a full time position at the end of 2019. And it just took a little while to get it all figured out because we knew that if we were going to offer somebody a full-time position, it was important to us to be able to offer benefits. And we want to try to take care of our people the best Mm -hmm. we can. And so it took a little while. I'd never done any of that. So I had a huge learning curve as I'm I'm sure sure you have. (laughs) And we finally got it all together and, and she was supposed to start full-time April 2nd. And May 14th is when Sioux Falls, March. March 14th, sorry is when Sioux Falls kind of shut down as need be uh, for COVID, but we still kept her on because even though everybody else went home, I couldn't run it seven days a week on my own. And so she and I and Vernon on Saturdays, the three of us kind of handled it pretty much that whole, I don't know, two and a half, three months Mm -hmm. probably. And she has just been amazing. And so finding the right people. You know, you recognized someone who had a passion you recognize who's someone and you, you, you know, you also took a little leap and said, Hey, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to see what this person thinks. Right. And is this, is this a fit for us? So finding that little, that little diamond. And we sometimes think of staff, you know, even young staff or young people these days yes. in general, she defies you, you every defy bit of, the of that, that stereotype, yes, that, that stereotype. Mm-hmm. And I think we as entrepreneurs need to, you know, look, out beyond recognize the stereotypes right but also not let them dictate see or beyond see beyond that right see the potential in people yeah and we try yeah. to look for that every time yeah. we, hire. we can teach people about tea and spices and food safety and mm-hmm. all of that we cannot teach them initiative we can't teach them communication if they can't approach people and look them in the eye and smile that can't be taught at least I've not found success. You know, I've learned the hard way that you have to hire for the person and then backfill the knowledge. Because if you hire somebody who knows a lot about tea, but they refuse to engage with people, that is the opposite of what our store is. What do you want people to feel when they come in your store? Welcome. 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 And comfortable. Mm -hmm. Not afraid to ask questions. Mm -hmm. And there's a there's always that dance of being available, but not annoying. And, you know, Mm -hmm. the longer somebody's with us, the the Mm -hmm. easier that gets for them too. Mm -hmm. Tell me about, uh, we're going to get off the work topic for a moment. Have I read something about a purple convertible? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Tell me about this purple convertible that is. That was the delivery vehicle. As soon as it got warm and it got warm enough pretty quickly after COVID. So, My mom, uh, who we lost in 2020, she loved purple. Um, Everything was purple. She has, my dad's kitchen still has a purple pressure cooker and a purple slow cooker and purple utensils. And if it was made in purple, my mom had it. And 
years ago. How many years ago did they buy it? Probably, I, can't even remember. I don't know, eight, nine mm-hmm. years ago, maybe. They had been in Sioux Falls visiting and they were driving back home to Parkston and they went through T, I think, right? And my mom saw this purple PT Cruiser convertible sitting on the lot. And I don't know if she yanked the steering wheel out of my dad's hand or he just <laughs> knew that they had to go there. But anyway, they ended up, she just bought it that day. She was going to have that purple car. There was no discussion. She bought that car and she tootled around and had fun with it. And then, you know, when she got sick, she didn't, um, she couldn't drive it anymore. And the summer of 2019 is when Emma would have started, or she started driving and she thought, well, the kids are starting a business and it might be a little bit tight for a little while. How about if I give the car to Emma? And so she asked Emma if Emma wanted her purple car. And of course, if you were a high school girl, what redheaded high school girl doesn't, doesn't want a purple convertible? Except she's redheaded. She needs that hat. I'm like, wait a minute. No. So she drove that her whole sophomore year then, uh, which was fun because mom. Do you guys to- take it out for date night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so now we're the ones who drive it. Okay. I have to give up my man card, though, every time I drive it, Allison. (laughs) The the comments that we hear driving downtown in that car are absolutely hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, it's a nice car, dude. Yeah, and he must be an awfully confident man to drive a purple car. You know, we just. Confidence comes in all forms. And and you don't need it. You don't need something. I don't care. I don't care. We don't care. I mean, I just want to scream at these 21 year olds uh, it's paid for <laughs> yes, right. makes me happy right i love it and so we started my dad's shed in the winter and then we just brought it just back brought a couple weeks ago so <laughs> um well i have a i have a similar card that i store that i bring out and it, it makes me what happy. is yours i have a little she actually turns 20 this she, year she, she, she does she have a 20. name no, she does not. Um, but she's a little black turbo beetle um, that I've had since she was born. And um, she's 20 this year. And I just drove her back from the lake uh, yesterday. And it just makes me happy. Yeah, she's, she's fine tuned. She runs. She's 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 a champ. You has a few a wrinkles. But has a few wrinkles. I've never named her. So. Emma named ours. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. It's a marble name. <laughs> oh, it's Black Widow. Right. But Black, Widow. Black Widow. But it's her, yes. yes. She loves Marvel. It's awesome. But that's what it was. Yeah. So, Vernon, how in the world did you get to have a beer named after you? Oh, that. Downtown yes. Vernon Brown Ale. Do you like it, number one? Yes. It yes. tastes like a Newcastle. Okay. okay. And normally I don't like dark ales, but this one I really do. Truly. Um, it came about from Chad McKinney. Okay. Before he worked for Looks Market, he uh, was an amateur brewer at his home. They live up the street from us uh, on Phillips Avenue. And and his wife is the media buyer for SDN Communication. Okay. So I worked with her. Okay. He was making this beer. He was going to call it Downtown Ale. And Katrina, his wife, said, well, why don't you just name it Downtown Vernon Brown Ale? And he fell in love with the name. Which goes way back to when you were a reporter. Yeah, Colorado. that was they my nick- nickname. Downtown Vernon Brown. Yes. And so that's where it was born. It's like your legacy now. 
it, it, it's fun. Although I didn't negotiate well because I spent a lot of money on that. <laughs> right. Me and my dad keep buying it and giving it to people. <laughs> I think Lux was very smart when they started yeah. brewing that. But. Yeah. So Chad started it as an amateur. And then when he went to Lux, he called me and said, Hey, is it okay if we still use your name? I said, sure. And, yeah. and it's been fun. It has been. So Tammy, do you have a tea or something named after you? Well, not one named after me, but anybody who knows me in the store, all my staff know that mint basil is my favorite and I can probably sell it to anyone because I love it so much. I always say it's like a party in your mouth and people laugh at me. I'm like, no, really? And then I tell them and there isn't one name party in your mouth well you've got brown ale that's a party in your mouth (laughs) so i have got basil and it's a party in yours but i think iron goddess of mercy is the tea (laughs) that's named after tammy iron goddess there is a tea called goddess of mercy yes i want some of that it's very good i don't even know what it tastes like i don't know that i care i just want to have that power yes yes Who doesn't want to be an iron goddess, but also known to have a little mercy. Mm-hmm. Ah, and it's an oolong. You can steep it more than once and get a different flavor from the cup. We just gave it to Carla Santi from yes. Blend when she got the Small her. Business uh, yes. Administration Award. Yes. We thought it fit her, too. Oh, absolutely. I can see that. <laughs> yes, I can see that. Well, there's a lot of very, um, I'll say, amazing women, amazing entrepreneurs um, within our town. We and followed so, Tammy, we, it's amazing that you're you're also a part of that. We actually that connected with a couple before anybody knew that we were looking at the store concept. We talked to Jody Schwan because Vernon had been obviously friends We'd with her. Hello, working together. And then professionally they, you know, kept in touch and we asked her about it and she was all excited because uh, she kind of has the pulse of downtown. Well, that was, that was a thing too, you know, who did you know, who gave you, who empowered you to like, Hey, we can do this. We and Nancy this. Savage was okay. another for, they were from child's place, those two okay. right away. And then Melissa Johnson and Amanda. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we took over the space that, Oh, my yes. word was in, which was started by the, Oh, my cupcakes lady, Melissa, ladies, Melissa and Amanda, um, they were great cheerleaders and had great advice and helped us just, into that transition, we'd never obviously had a store, so we didn't know any of that. Sheila Hazard, yes, Sheila our Hazard. landlord. And here's the like: you now are entrepreneurs, and now people are going to be looking to you, and you're going to be looking for those those things in order to kind of pay it back. We've actually it. hosted several different couples or pairs families. of families in our store who are interested in opening a store. Mm-hmm. Um, they've seen it and or corporate will send them our way um, to connect with us and then they'll either call us or um, come visit come visit uh, if it's feasible we just had a couple ladies from Colorado in a couple months ago Um, so sending them to your store what is it about your store that they're they're finding that this place has a little uniqueness. Well, there are Tammy's teacher skills because they saw how organized she is and she's brought systems to them uh, mm-hmm. that she's now teaching others to mm-hmm. replicate. That's awesome. Just, teachers are organized. Teachers we, are organized. You wouldn't know it by looking at my desk. That's probably the one <laughs> place that isn't because it's pretty hard to keep an organized desk. But um, yeah, I mean, I think we've implemented some things that, have worked very well uh, in our store. 
Um, and I think that, and we, we always push the credit back to the city of Sioux Falls, the surrounding communities and people who've been to our store from all across the country who still call us and have us ship things out to them. Um, that's a huge, huge part of our success. Um, I can do all the organizing and report crunching and Vernon can do all the marketing in the world, but it really comes down to our staff and our guests who make my little dream come true. And I always tell that to my staff. I'm like, you guys know you're making my dream come true, right? And they just kind of giggle and I'm serious about it because I couldn't do it without them. But um, I think that our store is happy. I think that we try to keep it fun it's, because who, who wants to be there if it's not fun? Right. Exactly. And we, um, we laugh at our mistakes, treat our staff like family. Um, and I think that corporate has, well, they've asked us early on, they said, what are you doing up in Sioux Falls? That's a small town. And how are you doing as well as you're doing? And I said, that's Sioux Falls. We had to sell Their downtown Sioux Falls. is incredible. And when our vice at the time, he's kind of since retired, but he came to Sioux Falls in December of 2018, right? 2018, mm-hmm. yes, to approve the spot. And it was cold and windy like it is in December in South Dakota. And up and down the street, people are saying hi and they're shopping and they're walking around with gift bags. And he said, what is going on in this town? This should not look this way. It's your town isn't big enough to be this vibrant. And I said, that's the magic of Sioux Falls. And retail out punches its weight class in Sioux Falls. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, there, there are 82 stores in the system. All of them are independently owned except for the corporate has a store at Disney. Disney only allows corporate stores there, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but we've been able to outperform our population, wow. outperform many high end tourist towns. Um, and that's wow. credit to Sioux Falls and downtown. Well, I just think it all comes back to Sioux Falls and the staff. It, I mean, the minute we start thinking that we're the sole reason for the success of the business, it, it will be no more. That's arrogance. And that's when you lose things. Well, and that's the beauty of your business. And I think where your success will continue to just thrive is because of that mentality that you have and the thankfulness, you know, giving to others versus right. saying, and oh, we, we did it. But you do we, work hard. We do. I mean, we do work hard. lead by example. I mean, Vernon's <laughs> up there changing light bulbs. Yes, and I, yes. Sunday I was working. I don't typically work Sunday afternoons, but I had enough time and, and it was, they had two people out front working. And so I was cleaning under the sinks and like washing the mop boards. And, <laughs> and I always said, I'll never ask you to do something I wouldn't do myself. And I was doing it. So as we wrap up um, today, I'd love to learn from people. We, we are so busy as entrepreneurs. It just, you've got family, you've got a business, you've got, but we also have ourselves that I feel like we need to watch over, um, keep healthy, keep whole. And uh, our mission here is to see the world better and to see yourselves better. How do you personally do that? What are your personal techniques for seeing yourself better and seeing the world better. What do you do that helps fulfill that, you know, that need for yourself? Either one of you can 
I think we we agree. Raise your hand ourselves. if you want to go first. <laughs> oh wait, go ahead, Jenner. Sure. I was yeah, like, hey, raise your hands, kids. <laughs> I, you know, we, we've always we're both farm kids. We grew up dirt poor farm kids of the eighties, uh, both in different parts of the state, but on sheep farms, and uh, we ground ourselves in South Dakota's landscape. Um, and so for us, we have we mentioned this farm on the James River that we go to on weekends. Not enough. But that's where kind of we got serious about the business uh, was on the hills above the James River. Mm-hmm. And that's where we focus. And and it's very flat. And then all of a sudden you drop down into these hills to the river. And we just for me, I just feel the stress come off. And that's where mm-hmm. I can begin to see clearly there. I always mm-hmm. tease him that he was a flatlander because he didn't I'm really, up from Kingsbury County, he didn't Arlington, understand the beauty of the river bottom and the hills. And I the called sunset. her a river rat. Yeah. <laughs> But now he kind of gets it and it is beautiful up where he's from too. But um, we do just kind of relax when we go there. And um, my dad still comes down, you know, and, and mm-hmm. hangs out with us when we're down there. And um, so Tammy, is your answer the same? A lot of it is that, but I, I think that, um, I don't know. I feel like Vernon and I have, become quite the pair over the last 22 years. And I just feel like between he and Emma and family, that's where I do my, my checkup. You know, I, I love my friends. I love my family. Um, This morning was a perfect example. And I, I meant to tell Emma, but I will when I, when she's home from dance and we have a little time, but Today, we were all rushing out of the house at different times like we do, and Vernon had left for work, and I had my bag on my back, and I was ready to leave, and as I was leaving the door, he came back up, and I said, I thought you left for work, and he said, I did. I forgot. What did you say? I forgot my wedding. Right. I I forgot I was married to you or something like that, and you know, he ran back in the house and got his wedding ring. And as I was driving away, I thought, you know, there are maybe a lot of people who take that for granted, but man, you gotta, you gotta find somebody who will come back and get their wedding ring so that the world knows that they're your person and you're their person. That's, that's the key to everything. Oh, she has hers on. (laughs) (laughs) I just, it just kind of hit me. Like, I think that's what we're supposed to work for in life in terms of relationships. And it might not even be a marriage. Maybe it's a close friend that, that you know, that they have you, you know, it's, it's the greatest thing. You can do anything if you have that in your life. I think that's a wonderful place for us to say thank you both for spending time with me today, teaching me a little about who you are, why you do what you do, and I can't wait to come in and be educated more um, downtown at your store. Um, And I think our listeners um, are going to feel the same way and feel a little differently about about (laughs) tea and spices. And there are stories that go with each of those little individual things. We each have our individual stories of how we got here, who Mm -hmm. we are, what makes us who we are, and it's fun to be able to share that. So to both of you, thank you for sharing with me some of your art to seen clearly. Well, thank Thank you for having us. It was wonderful. Thanks.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.